אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שזו הגענו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר כדושים אשר בארץ הם במבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל עומד בכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגה נענח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן בעזרת השם We're going to finish off the Torah We're going to start at Ot Tet section 9 And hop right into it וזה בחינת מסע ומתן באמונה This is the aspect of Masa Umatan, doing business Be'emunah with faith. Ki mi she'enu ose Masa Umatan Be'emunah, ve'mushaka betayavat mamon. Ve'gozel et chavero, azai hu me'ohar adamim hanal. Because Rabbeinu explains that one who doesn't do business with Emunah, and he's sunken in the desire and the lust for money, he runs after money more than he needs to, he's greedy. Ve'gozel et chavero, and he steals from his friends. Azai hu me'ohar adamim hanal. Then he arouses these bloods that we just mentioned, the, the, the Dan of the Shekhinah, etc. Dan of the Shekhinah, excuse me. Bifrinat, as it says, Madua Adom Libushecha Anan, why are your garments red? Vegorem Dam Nidal HaShekhinah, and he causes the Shekhinah to have this blood of the, of the Nidal. Bifrinat, as it says, Uz Havam Lenidal, their gold, Uz Havam, their gold, Lenidal shall be impure like a Nidal. Meaning here, we see here that the idea of zahab, which is money, gold, arouses impurity to the Shekhinah, like the Nidah, like the blood of the Nidah. This what it says, damim mashma. Damim, blood, implies two. When it says damim, it's plural. It's not dam, it's damim, blood. Tachtel mashma, it implies two, as it's brought in Megillah. Hanudam nidah alidea mamon. Meaning, the dam nidah, the blood of the Nidah, through the mamon, through the money. When one sunk, sunken into the desire for money, then he causes damnida tashkina. Bishvil zeh nikhak zera bechinat beged, and this is why stealing is called the aspect of beged, what we call being a traitor, beged or a garment. It's the same word. Kemosh katuv etzadin yeshaya uveged bogdim bagadu, uveged bogdim bagadu. Those who have betrayed the traitors have betrayed. Those who have betrayed the traitors have betrayed. This idea of betraying. So what is this idea? Three times beged. This idea that it's all um, an expression of beged. The, the garments we're talking about. This is when one has a stain on his clothing. So let's see what Rabbeinu brings down. And this is what Yonatan ben Uziel translated as. On the pasuk, Uveged bogdim bagadu. Look what Targum Yonatan translates Ubeged Bogdim Bagadu as Bazuze u Vazuze de Vazuze. That's what I mean. Bazuze u Vazuze de Vazuze is the expression in Aramaic for those who have betrayed the traitors have betrayed. What does that mean? Hanu This is the lust for money. Why? Bazuze. Bazuze comes the word Zuz, which is the currency back then at the time of the Gemara, etc. Zuz was the currency. This is money. As we saw also um, in lesson 23, with regard to money and the mezuzah, which is zuz, comes from the word zuz. It's all money. Because the more, what is Tavad Mamon? The more a person has, the more he craves. Meaning he's never sufficient with what he has. He's never happy with what Hashem gives him. Now Rabbanu is going to explain, what is the essential rectification for business? What's your essential rectification? That you should have intention and you should 
think with your mind, with every single step that you take, with every single word that you speak. That he's speaking and that he's walking during his business dealings. Meaning in every single second that you're spending in work, every single step that you're taking, every single thought that you're having, every single speech that you're think that you're saying, that your kavana should be that you should profit in order that you should give tzedakah. The entire rectification of business is charity, tzedakah. Now Ben is going to get into the tikkun akhtadi of not only tikkun akhtadi of what we talked about earlier, um, with regard to the belief, but now we're going to speak about the Tikkun Akhtari because the Tikkun Akhtari for every single section a person falls in, for every single sin, there's a general rectification. The ultimate general rectification has to do with the belief, as we saw. But now Rabbanu is going to explain that for business, for money, what's the general rectification for, for that? So now he's going to explain. It's Taka. This is the tikkun akrari, the general rectification for these bloods that we talked about. Because taka, charity represents the all-encompassing gid. It says, So for yourselves or plant for yourselves, tzedakah, charity. It says, The coriander seed that we talked about. This is the white seed, the white drop. That through this rectification, One's mentalities are elevated. One's intellect is greatened. Bifrinat mocha chivra kechaspa, as it says in the Zohar, mocha chivra kechaspa, a mind as white as silver. Silver being obviously this idea of money that you have to make the, the, your mind white. And how do you do that through tztaka, which is zirulachem tztaka, plant for yourself tztaka. And what's planting it to do? Zeragad, the the zirul of the word zera is the seed. So sow for yourself, make seeds for yourself of tzaka. And what's the, what seed are we referencing? The seed of the coriander, which is the man, which is what? What did the Zohar say about the, the coriander seed? The white seed. It's the white drop. So we see here that this sow for yourself tzaka, tzaka is also whiteness. Not only tikkun abrid, but tzaka. And this is why masa umatan, business is called masa umatan. Caring and giving, or it's like a giving and taking, etc. This give and take, this bartering, this trade. To teach us that there is a rectification for these begadim, these garments. Which garments? The the garments that were bad, the garments that were stained, which is what? These bloods that we talked about. What's masah? Because my sins have passed over my head like a heavy burden that is too heavy for me to carry, it says in Tehillim. What does it mean? Like a heavy burden. Masa, heavy lifting. What is this heavy burden? These 365 transgressions that, or 365 negative commandments written in the Torah that are always overcoming a person's mind. What's the, what's the person's head? His, his intellect, his mind. As we saw earlier, do not stand on the blood of your fellow. And what is the re'echa? The fellow? This is the two things that, the two fellows that never separate. This is the mind. Chochman bina. The mochin, the intellect. Meaning, sometimes the 365 transgressions try to overcome and attack the mind. As we saw, especially with this idea of cholinofer, epilepsy. It's the same idea. The the mind, which is the 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 commander of the army, is being attacked by the enemies, which is the sins.
person is a person sins, a person's tavot are trying to attack him to fall. And this is how a person's dad falls, his mochin falls. What happens? And this is what we were saying that when the the 365 negative commandments try to overcome a person's mind. As we saw earlier, don't stand on the blood of your fellow. This is what we're talking about, meaning that your, your the fellow, which is your mind, should not be challenged by this blood, which is the 365 negative commandments. This is what we call the blemishing of the garments, as we talked about. This is what it said earlier. Um, like a heavy burden, which is too heavy for me. What is What is that? This is the aspect of Melech HaKavod, the king of honor. You see, Chaved, Yechbedu, comes with the word Kavod. Kaved, meaning, what is Kaved? Heavy, which is also, Kaved is also what we call the body aspect of the lip, body uh, organ known as the liver. This is what we call the Kaved. The liver, this is where the blood is, that the livers are filled with blood. And what is this blood? This is what we're talking about, the blood of the Nida. So we just explained Masa. But what about Matan? Matan, this is the aspect of Tikkun Akali. which is the charity. Matan Adam Yachivlo. As we say in Mishle, Matan Adam, a man's gift, Yachivlo, opens the way up for him. The man's gift opens up the way for him. Matan, this is a reference to tzedakah. This gift that we're talking about is tzedakah. A man's giving, giving of what? Tzedakah, charity, opens up the way for him. This is the aspect of the bow of the covenant. This is the tzedik. The tzedik is the covenant. He is tzedakah. Tzedik has compassion. And he gives. Meaning he has tzedakah. And he is the Keshet Abrit. He is the, the bow of the, the, the generation. And this is why the Chachamim say, Gemara Rosh Hashanah, look how awesome Rabbeinu is doing. He's tying together all the concepts that we just studied. In your mouth, this is a reference to Tzaka, charity. Because what are we talking about? The mouth, the mouth when the Tzadik is alive, when the Tzadik is there, when the Brit is rectified, when the blood of the Shekhinah is removed and it's turned white. What happens and you're able to open up your mouth. So what's the mouth? It's the aspect of tzaka, which we just explained in the tzaddik. Tzaddik chonen venoten. Tzaddik has compassion and he gives. So the tzaddik, the tzaddik is the mouth. When the tzaddik is present, then speech is allowed, as we saw earlier in the days of Rabbi Shimon, that the students of Rabbi Shimon spoke to one another. They said, open up your mouth, because they were able to speak Torah. And behold the principles like this, the main idea. That a person must rectify first, before anything, the general rectification. And automatically everything else will be rectified. And even though, nonetheless, that even though the general rectification is greater and more exalted than all the other rectifications of every single specific sin. And if you want to rectify the sin entirely, if you want to rectify all the sins with regard to the covenant, or all the sins that are done with business, or all the sins that are done with eating, for example, that that is higher. If you want to rectify it in its source, it's much higher than rectifying a simple sin within the category of eating, or within the category of etc., etc. It's much higher. But nonetheless, Nonetheless, 
because the rectification of all things are dependent upon the mind. Meaning to draw whiteness from the mind. It says, in the aspect of what it says, and drops from Lebanon, meaning the whiteness of the mind. To elevate the mind, because the mind is the source and the rectification of all the things, it's impossible to elevate the mind and the mentality, the moach, the brain, except by means of the general rectification. It says, Like an eagle hovering above its nest, as we saw. The kino is meaning the nesha, which is the aspect of ruach, which is the tzaddik, the tikkun we saw. This is what awakens the kino, which is this idea of the, the mentality, the moach. And this is why a person must go at the beginning, directly from the start, he must go to the highest possible level. The general rectification in order to rectify and to elevate the mind. And automatically everything else will be rectified. And this is an explanation of what it says in the Gemara. The Gemara that we saw at the beginning, now Rabbanu is going to explain. This man... Um, the Azerbaijani went seeking for a wife. The they did not give him his wife. They did not give him this woman. What was he seeking? This woman who fears God. Meaning, what is the idea? The woman who fears God. This is the idea. One who blemishes with his sins. Meaning he went seeking for a woman, right? A man goes seeking for his wife. He's seeking for the Isha Yirat Hashem, for this holy woman. But the man himself is one who blemishes in his sins. He caused blood to the Shekhinah, the Dam Nida to the Shekhinah. He, what, did he else, did he, what also did he cause? He caused the Nachash to draw himself upon Chava, to draw himself upon, to poison Chava. He caused the separation between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Shekhinah. He caused the Nachash to poison the Shekhinah. They did not want to give him this woman. Meaning why? It's Hashem who's roaring from his place. Meaning Hashem cannot be unified with the Shekhinah. So what, what's the explanation here? I might have explained it a little bit poorly. But now we're going to go back to it. Here we're speaking about the, this supernal union. And obviously the supernal union manifests here in this world. But the supernal union between HaKadosh Baruch and His Divine Presence, they want to unify, but because of our sin, what happened? The Isha Yirat Hashem is the Shekhinah. But because of our sins, what do we cause? We cause the Shekhinah, this woman who fears God, this Shekhinah who is constantly longing to unify with HaKadosh Baruch to be separate. We cause it to be separated. Why? Because we sin, God forbid. We cause Dam Nida to the Shekhinah. And because there's Dam Nida to the Shekhinah, HaKadosh Baruch cannot be with the Shekhinah. There's no unification. There's a separation between the two. And this is why they could not give, uh, give her to him. Meaning Hashem roars from his, from his place. He cannot be with her. He cannot be with the Shekhinah. So what did he see? What did he see? That, so what did he see that made him go to where there is a better one? What did that mean? Meaning, when a person wants to purify the manchut from the blood, what does he must he do? He must go to the highest possible level. 
This is what we call the Tikkun Akradi, which is above the Isha Yirat Hashem, which is above this woman who fears God. This is what we call the Tzadik Moshe. The Tzadik rules with the fear of Hashem. Because the Tzadik, who is this aspect of this general rectification, he's above this Isha Yirat Hashem. He rules with the Yirat Hashem. He, use, he rules with this. What is the Isha Yirat Hashem? Or Yirat Elohim, this is Malchut. As we say in Gemara and Pirkei Avot, if not for the fear of Malchut, if not for the fear of Malchut, meaning Malchut is this aspect of Yirah, so we see that this Yirah, Yirat Elohim, this fear of God is this aspect of Malchut, but the Tzadik, he rules with this. He uses the Yirat Elohim. He's above this concept of Isha Yirat Hashem. He took a peg and he pressed it down below. Sikta, what's the peg? Hem yitedot umasmarot. Rabbanu Zekvanim, these are spikes and masmarot and nails. Kemoshe Peresh Rashi, as Rashi explained. Hanum Kinat Divrei Torah. What are spikes and nails? Rabbanu explains. This is a reference to the words of Torah. Kemoshe Ketub, Divrei Chachamim, Kedarvonot, Uchmasmarot, Uchmasmarot. The words of Chachamim are Kedarvonot, like spurs, Uchmasmarot, and like nails. That's what the and what did he do with those nails? He pressed it below. Meaning with these words of Torah, this person, he's trying to press below these lower levels. Meaning, what are these lower levels? When there's no Tikkun Akali. A person hasn't ascended up to Tikkun Akali yet. He's still on the lower level. The Tikkun Akali hasn't been rectified. They're still down to the Shekhinah, etc. This is the time when Rabbi Shimon passed away. This is what it manifests as. The time when Rabbi Shimon passed away, this is what we call the Mandregot Tachtonot, the lower levels. So he pressed these words. What are these words? These words of Torah, when a person tries to speak, when there's no Tikkun Akali, we said what? The speech is forbidden at that time. did not go in. Meaning it wasn't allowed. We are not allowed to speak words of Torah at that time when the Tzaddik is not present, when there's no Tikkun Akali. But whenever he... Took it above. He pressed it. He he raised the spi- the spike higher. The al it still it went in. This represents the days where Rabbi Shimon was alive. Because Rabbi Shimon represents the bow of the covenant. He represents the tikkun akali. And when the tikkun akali is present, then speech is allowed. Is permitted. Meaning he was showing them. What was Rabbi Yoshua showing the 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 sages of Athens, that what? That speech. She'iyev shalat again, it's only possible to repair with speech. She'iyev shalat again, it's only possible to rectify speech. Only when we pray tzadikim. When we pray tzadikim, then we, then we can rectify speech. Then we're allowed to. Because what? Rabbanu is now explaining something huge. You want to know the Tikkun Akladi for all speech? All the things that we do wrong with all the words that we say. When we speak Lashon when we do things that are not good with our mouth, when we curse, God forbid, this, that. You don't want to know the Tikkun Akladi for all speech? You want to rectify all the speech that we did wrong? All the sins that we did with our mouth? One thing. Sheva HaTzadikim. Sheva HaTzadikim is the Tikkun Akladi for Dibu. So Rabbanu is explaining something huge. The Tikkun Abrit, we know the covenant is the Ten Tehidim Rabbanu brought down. Tikkun for tzedakah is is uh, the tikkun for business. It's tzedakah, the tikkun for business. 
בתיקון הכללי for speech, רבי נוזיק מנים שבח הצדיקים. The praising of tzadikim, when we praise tzadikim, we rectify all the sins we've done with our mouth. And the same thing is true of all things that we need to rectify, that is impossible to rectify. The same judgment is true of all the things that are impossible to rectify. The only way to rectify these things is through the tikkun akali, because the tikkun akali is what we call the, the brains of that thing. When we do the tikkun akali, we raise the intellect. Because the intellect of that sin, or the intellect, which is where all the sins are repaired, as we also know, Shoresh Adinim Bina, and Endim Niktak Ela Beshorsho. We know this idea that no, every single deen, every single judgment is sweetened in its root, and the root of all things is, um, is in the brain. This is another Inyan that Rabbeinu didn't bring down, but it's, it's all connected. Because from the mind, the moach, the mentalities, this is where all the lavlunit, all the whiteness is drawn from, as we saw above. So in order to repair all the specific sins of every single subject that we might have sinned in, whether it's food, this, that, we have to get to the tikkun al-kali of that thing. And Rabbanu gives us a tremendous chesed that he explains her all the sins that we do with our mouth, with our, with our covenant, God forbid, with our business, which are so many, most of the sins that occur today are all in all these categories. Rabbanu is explaining how we rectify these things. Through Tzedakah, through Tikkun Akali, the Ten Teilim that Rabbeinu revealed, and through um, through praising the Tzadikim. And this is what it says, Hainami itram bat mazale. What it said at the end of the Gemara, once the, he pressed the, the peg from higher in and it went in, he said, Hainami, that one too, itram bat mazale, has found his destined mazal, his destined mate, his wife basically. Meaning, he's found a mochin, he's raised a mochin. As we explained, Mazale comes from the word Min Mazale Nozlin, meaning to drip. This concept of dripping from Lebanon, meaning the whiteness of the mind, the drops that drip from the mind and go all the way down. Meaning, Rabbi Yoshua chose for them as an example speech to teach the sages of Athens how to rectify. The general covenant, the general, um, the general rectification, and he brought speech as an example. and he showed them. It's only possible to rectify by means of the tikkun akali. and the proof is what because during the days of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, speech was perfected. and after that he passed away, it says Al All the chavraya would say, tell each other, don't open up your mouth. Etc. Etc. And this is what it says. That's the tata when he pressed it down below the chulik kanal. As we saw above, uchmochen kol advarim tayr letekan al deti kuna kali hashayachlo. And the same is true of every single thing. You must repair through the tikuna kali the general rectification that is applicable to that thing, that to that sin. Kegon masam matan al detzaka. For example, masam matan business dealings. How do you repair the tikkun akali business? It's tzaka. Vechen kulam tayr letekan kol advar al deti kuna kali hashayachlo. And the same is true of one needs to rectify every single thing through the Tikkun Akali that is applicable to it. And this is because one must, rect, one must elevate the, the intellect to draw from them the intellect whiteness. Because the white is what repairs all the sins and brings whiteness to all the blemishes. But it's only possible through the Tikkun Akali which is what we call the Rosh, the mind, the mentality.
This is all alluded to in the words of what? Kesef Nivchar, the choice silver, Leshon Tzadik, is the tongue of the Tzadik, is the language of the Tzadik. And we saw earlier in the Parparol Echochmah, this introduction, that the last letters of, um, of this phrase, Kesef Nivchar, Leshon Tzadik, is the word Frank, which is France. Also, we also know that the Frank was the, the French currency, it also has to do with France. Ben was speaking about here. He's also speaking about uh, subduing Napoleon here. There's lots of lots of deep stuff here. Tikunim that Rabenu is bringing down in his Torah. That everything Rabenu did with Mamash, we can't even begin to grasp Rabenu's kavanah at all. <laughs> Rabbi Avram Ber Nachman said that I pray that Hashem gives me the merit that ten thousand years after Tchiat Ametim, I were able, to, I would be able to understand one mundane conversation, one. Mundane conversation that Rabenu had in this world according to the way that Rabenu understood it. Meaning 10,000 years after Tchikat HaMetim, Rabbi Avram Berab Nachman, the son of Rabbi Nachman Mitulchin, the main student of Rabbi Nathan, he wanted to understand, and we know that he, he, he knew Likut HaMoran by heart. He would give Shiorim of Likut HaMoran without the Sefer. He memorized it. He knew it by heart. <laughs> We're talking about a tzaddik who we can't even begin to grasp. Uh, Rabbi Avram Berab Nachman, a massive tzaddik, author of Biyur one of the most Deep commentaries on all of Likut Moran. what he wrote was incredible. And he says that what? I want to understand one mundane conversation. 10,000 years after Tchikat Martin, one mundane conversation with Rabenu in this world, according to the way that he understood it. That's what I want. <laughs> so we can't even understand what Rabenu is doing with these lessons. And obviously, everything, every single word, every single letter here has Kabanot that Mamash subdue evil and Raise up our neshamot when we study this. It's tremendous. And the explanation of these matters. And what is applicable to this verse is um, and how this verse that Rabbanu is bringing down is applicable to this lesson. This will be explained in another place. And uh, look in Chayim Oran. Uh, uh, number 20 and look in the Perush on this on this lesson um, that's where it told me to, to go those are the sources of where it speaks about it but nonetheless these are very deep things anyways we continue this is applicable to section 8 which we spoke about about the wine the wine being the traitor when you merit you have a head and when you don't merit you become a gash which is pauper etc etc okay and this is why a woman whose menstrual flow is heavy, whose bloods are very heavy, and whose period is irregular, she doesn't have a regular period, even though wine is supposed to damage her, as we saw earlier, don't look at the wine because it's, it's red, that meaning its end is red, as we saw earlier, that when wine enters the secret end exit, meaning the redness that you cause to the Shekhinah, meaning one who's going to gossip and revealing secrets, this is one who doesn't do the Tikkun Akali, who causes blood to the Shekhinah, God forbid. 
Nonetheless, Rabenu explains that the refua of a woman whose period is irregular, whose menstrual flow is heavy, how does how do we heal a woman like this? How do you fix this? Through wine. She's she's and this is something awesome. How does a woman fix her 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 veset? Meaning a woman who didn't have a veset. How do we fix this? When the woman stares um to the wine that the tzaddik stares at. Oh no, my bad. The wine that she will probably drink when the tzaddik looks at this wine, then when she drinks it after the tzaddik looks at it, this is the, the rectification for this. The eyes represent this concept of se'arot. Hairs. Why? Because we say Gideena, Kishiva Gideena, said the Hakdamata Tikunim, you'd bet, and Tikun Zoar, Tikun Tikun Ayn, Tikun Seventy, Tikun Zoar, says that there are seven coatings of the eye. Sheva Machlef, Hembekinat, and these seven coatings represent what in Shoftim? It says in Shoftim, Sheva Machlefot Rosho, the seven locks of his hair, of his head. So we see here that there are seven coatings of the eye, and the eye, these seven coatings of the eye represent the seven locks of one's head. As it brought down in Shoftim. This idea that the, the eye is concept of the eye and the hair are connected. And what's the hair? The hair represents the, the intellect. Because what is hair? Rabbeinu explains that hair is extraneous matter. It's the extraneous matter of the mind. All the excess mind, the thoughts of the mind, the, the things that, which aren't necessary to keep, come out as one's hair. This is why men should not grow their hair long. Because um, all that extraneous matter should be cut off. And the shorter the hair, the less extraneous matter that remains with a person. These are why this is the seven locks of hair. These represent the seven traits that pass through and cross through the, the thoughts within one's moach mentalities. Because the thought in one's mind is according to one's a person's traits, according according to a person's characteristics, and according to the traits that a person holds by, same is true of what passes through and what goes through the thoughts of a person. According to the way one acts through his traits, according to the way one acts with his body, his limbs, his actions, etc., the same is true of what goes on, occurs in the mind. If you act properly, your mind will be proper, etc., etc. And this is what it says: Sheva Machlefot Rosho. Seven locks of his head. Veshon Chalaf Veavar. This is from the language Machlefot. Comes the word Chalaf to pass through, Machlofer to to go through, to exchange through Veavar and to pass. Cannot be saw above. Uchshek Vomin Beaserot. And when one blemish, blemishes within the hair, the aspect of the hair, the hair. Which is the aspect of the mind that we saw in Nifgamaraya, then sight is also damaged. Because we saw earlier that the mind, the hair is the extraneous matter of the mind, and the mind represents the hair, as we saw earlier. My, my bad, the mind represents the eyes, as we see that the seven locks of the hair corresponds to the seven coatings of the eye, etc. So when you blemish in the hair, the concept of the se'arot, then you blemish with your sight, which are the seven. Um, Coatings of the eye. And this is why Shimshon. 
שפגם בשבע מחלפות ראשו הוא blemish with the seven locks of his head. נאמר בו, it says about him, ויינקרו פלישתים את עיניו, that the פלישתים, they gouged out his eyes. Why did the פלישתים, when they punished שמשון, at the end of his life, on the day he passed away, why did they gouge out, gouge out his eyes? And they made him walk around with literally hooks through his eyes. And uh, as, uh, as basically an entertainment for the entire פלישתים. Hashem Yachem. Rabbanu is explaining why, because Shimshon blemished with his hair whenever uh, Delilah convinced him to cut off his hair. And what happened as a result of that, because his hair was cut off, which was a blemishing in the aspect of hair, because he was supposed to be a Nazir, what happened? Immediately, his eyes were gouged out. That was his end punishment. And this is why the, through the seven coatings of the eye, one rectifies the seven coatings of the the seven locks of the hair. What are the seven locks of the hair? These are one's, one's hairs. The seven locks of the head represent one's hair. The hair of his head was like a whitened wool. White was like a white wool, like clean wool. This is in the aspect of Lashon Shel Zeorit. Lashon Shel Zeorit, the crimson colored trap that we saw, Shehu Malbina and Mumin Shel Ha'admimut Shel Ha'shafagidin, which widened the redness of the 365 uh, sinews, which correspond to the 365 negative commandments. The Yuchinata that says, Im Yadimu Chatola, if they will be red like a crimson thread, Katsema Yu, they shall become white. This is the rectification. What did we say? Like, Katsemer, they shall be the white as wool. Or Katsemer, white as wool. And as we saw earlier, this idea that his hair, the hair on his head, as it said in Daniel, was like white wool. So we see here the wool represents whiteness, etc., etc. Nimtza, we find Shinitaken and the Zehad Mimut. That one is. Shinitaken and We find that how does one rectify a woman who has no vested? who has no regular period, meaning her menstrual flow is very harsh, it's very irregular. How does one rectify this? When she look, when she drinks the wine it's a, that the tzaddik looked at. Because the wine we saw, the seven coatings, etc., etc., the mind, etc., because it's And it rectifies this redness within the blood, which is the damnida. So the redness of the blood, the blood that's supposed to harm the woman who's really... Um, even though that we know a woman whose menstrual flow is, is heavy, that wine is supposed to damage her. The truth is, if the wine is looked at by a tzaddik amiti, by a, a true tzaddik, then the wine is fixed, is rectified, and the woman now is able to drink it and rectify the problem she's having. Nimta. And this is the aspect of what it says in Tehidim. From the narrow streets, I called out to Hashem. Mina Metzach. Hametzar comes from the word otiot tzemer. Comes from the word tzemer. Metzar, same letters as tzemer, wool. Come look at the kavanot. Look in the kavanot and you understand. Already Rabbeinu, within this Torah, encompasses the kavanot. That he brings down from Shal Kavanot, Kavanot Yudgimen, uh, the kavanot, the intentions of the 13 midot, etc., etc. Look over there. This is amazing stuff. Um, also Rabbeinu sending to the idea of tzemer. Um, it's really, really amazing, amazing things. This also we have the merit to apply this, and um, 
Be'emet, go through this Torah very often because this is one of the foundations of all the Sefer Dikutei Moran. As we can tell, all the, there's tremendous Tikkunim here that we can't even begin to imagine. The main point, the main point, there's nothing bigger than this. And Rabbi Nathan said this at the end of his life. I'm not sure what Rabbi Nathan said. The only thing I'm not sure is whether I fulfilled the words of Rabbeinu with simplicity. The main thing, just to have Emunah and Tzadik. We don't have to understand everything he said because we definitely don't. We definitely don't understand everything Rabbeinu was explaining. Not even a drop in the ocean we got. But Be'emet, we can see just from a little bit of this Torah, no matter how far a person is, just from this, the words that we're sharing, the, the Chidushim Rabbeinu was bringing, Chidushim that the world has never heard before. That through this we can see how great Rabban was bringing a Torah to us, for us to apply. The main thing is to fall in simplicity, to give tzedakah, to praise the tzaddikim, to, do t- to read tikkun akali, to rectify the covenant, to be honest in business, not to be sunken in money, etc. To speak words that are meant, etc. All this stuff that we're speaking about. Rabban was giving us tikkunim, how to, how to rectify epilepsy, how to heal a person from epilepsy, a woman who has an irregular period, all this stuff which... Everyone, everyone I'm sure has something that is applicable. But I admit, we have all the rectifications in this Torah. May we merit to apply them.